Hello everyone. Um, before we get started today, we're going to do a quick little exercise here. Uh, we've been doing this podcast for quite a while, but I feel like you guys don't know who Ryan truly is. So we're going to do a little exercise here. Are you, are you, are you ready, Ryan? Wait, I'm not um, Stan? Either way, it doesn't even matter. You're, I mean, you, you are. You're always, you're always Stan. Okay. What we're gonna do is I got some of these these quick little conversation like personality question type things and they're just quick questions you can answer, just like fire it off and we'll see uh we'll see how you feel about these these things and we'll um we'll get a better understanding of you as a person. Alright. Right. This sounds terrifying. Um, no, it's not. It's not so bad. They're just easy, easy, simple. All right. So, so okay. Ryan, <clears throat> cats or dogs? Yes. Dogs. Uh, what's your favorite color? Purple. Uh, PSP or Vita? Vita. Do animals experience emotions? Uh, yes. Are emotions necessary yes. for human survival? Uh, probably. Do people have a right to be happy, or do they have to earn it? Um. Uh, earn it uh, is what we perceive reality or just a construct of our minds or can our minds correctly interpret reality or is it really subjective oh my god um, nah your brain your brain doesn't know shit if you had to sum up the whole human species in three <clears throat> words what would those words be pile of garbage good 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 <laughs> nailed it uh <laughs> what is the purpose of human life? Uh, to fucking, I don't know, have a good time. Are some are some lives more valuable than others? Probably. Uh, who, who, uh, 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 uh man, there's just so many <clears throat> choices here. Just quick, easy personality questions that I. Those are some, those yes. ones were, those ones got that section got weird. Uh, yeah, what was um, that about? No, mm. I didn't even read you the weird ones. Like, oh, you didn't? Oh um, shit! <laughs> how would you like to die? Or what did? Um, oh, God, who do you know is living life to the fullest? Or if you died today, what regrets would you have about your life? Don't answer those. It's weird. They're weird. I won't. Yeah. Uh, should governments make laws to protect people from hurting themselves? Um, no. Um, how important are morals in a healthy society? What are the most important morals for citizens to have? Uh, don't be a dick. And yeah, what is a miracle okay. that happens every day? Uh, uh, the. What, Inev- the inevitable de- delay of the I was heat death say, of the universe. I was like, we better talk about heat death. Um, <laughs> with uh, what is the purpose of art in society? Uh, to make you feel stuff. Okay, that's actually <laughs> that's actually not a bad answer. Uh, how important is freedom of the press to a healthy society? Uh, incredibly important. Can people with vastly different cultural backgrounds live together peacefully? Um, the answer to that question is apparently not. By the way, yeah, that's I was gonna say. 
yeah, apparently. Yeah, not. I would. You know, I would have uh, said yes, but uh, but I've been proven wrong on that front. Like last year, I would have said yes. And you're like, oh, I guess they're not. I don't know if, we're not um, doing that. All right. Okay. We're not doing okay. that anymore. So. Um, all right. Yeah, that's that's um. So now I think that people have a better understanding of who you are as a person, and I think that that's um. I, that's good. That's good for yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's you you want to you want to podcast now? Uh yeah. Let's let's um. This is the Bear versus Mancast. Hello. Hey. Hey. I'm I'm my name is Nick. Uh I'm Yeah, I know. I know we yeah, we, I know, but you beat to do that anyways. Uh and this is a podcast yeah. about video games. We're going to we're going to kick it off. We're going to tell you about some stuff that we played this week that uh we consider to be um not worthless and or actually mm, not worthless. We is sometimes the key. do talk about worthless games, but um <clears throat> yes. And then we we're, we're going to talk about drop some headlines on you from what what happened in the world of video games this week and yeah. just kind of just bullshit for a little bit news yeah i guess we can call it that that's what it says in the document it says news so ryan's gonna start us off with a recap of his thanksgiving because it's been a week did we, did we? oh thanksgiving that's right was one week ago <clears throat> we recorded on thanksgiving yeah. morning that's correct before Thanksgiving had happened, and you didn't, you didn't uh, sous vide it. I know you told me that. I didn't sous vide it. I don't think sous vide it is it a is, word. It is on this podcast. <clears throat> I did not cook my turkey breast sous vide. I've been really, I've been really thinking about getting into sous vide. I, I, I have many resources for you should you would like. To hey, but I have to buy a sous vide machine. You an immersion would. circulator? Yeah. Yeah, I can, I can tell you all about it. Yeah, but I don't want to buy one. Plus, like, mm. I, then I'll I'll be like, I'm gonna cook this chicken, and then I'll have to, like, actually set it to 140 degrees, and then, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but that's okay because you end up cooking it again. You give it like a pan sear. Yeah, but not so on the not inside. Like... Yeah, but the 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 hot on the outside gets to the inside. Yeah, but that's how science works. If you cook it for long enough, yeah, I mean that that's that's cooking in a nutshell. But it'll be enough, is what I'm saying. Okay, I don't know. Sous vide sounds yeah. hard. It's really easy. It's probably one of the easiest ways to cook meat in the history of meat. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. It's it's literally It's it's actually foolproof? That's not true at all. Um what no, if I didn't is. what if I'm such a fool that I didn't properly seal the bag? Um well, then you just end up with uh, poached, which uh, it only it, – it's, it, it's happened to me before, um, and it ends up okay. Well, what if all my fresh herbs and stuff I sealed inside the bag are now, like, floating in my sous vide water? Well, I mean, realistically, you would see that, so you'd probably be like, well, I better redo this. That sounds like a lot of work. 
It's not. So you didn't sous vide it. You you put that turkey no, in the I oven. I did. I put we we had two turkeys, and I on Monday, why? Why? the Monday before, why? I I quartered why? them. Why why aren't turkey? Why isn't one turkey good enough for you? Uh, because we are we like to eat turkey for a long time, so we make two smaller turkeys. How small are we talking? Of Ten pounds. One. Like mm, fourteen, two fourteen. That small? I guess as far as turkeys go. I mean, okay. So the year before we got a twenty-six pound. Oh, that's just fucking so. foolish. But okay. okay no, you it was Ordered the turkeys. Yes. So I had eight pieces of turkey with which to cook. Okay, and you roasted them all like kind of is... separately. Uh, I started the. The white meats, like an hour and a half before the dark meats. Okay. And because the dark meats are really thin, relatively to the breast, so they take like way less time to cook. So yeah, and just I roasted turkey breasts, and then like an hour and a half later, I'm like, okay, 25 minutes for dark meat, ready go. Um, yeah, but uh, it came out really good. And mom made stuffing, and uh, some vegetables, and made mashed potatoes. Cool. It's very, very standard yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Fare. Why? Why you fuck with it, right? We did have like Brussels sprouts that were sautéed with like chorizo oh. and and almonds, which oh, was pretty that delicious. So good. Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty dope. Um. And then we ended up making, like, something that was Szechuan green bean-esque because we were like, we want something spicier than mm-hmm. chorizo. And we're like, okay. All right. So we, like, got some of that. What is, is, what's the sauce that isn't sriracha but it still has the rooster on it? Oh, man. Um, Ch- well, there's two. There's two. Chili there's, sauce? There's a chili garlic sauce, and there's also a sambal chili that doesn't have the garlic. It might have been sambal. It's, it's the one that's, it like. It sambal. Sambal's a little bit darker. It's a little bit more oily, and it but it has it just has all the seeds in it. I think it, I think it was sambal. Good. It's not it's not super spicy uh, though. Yeah, it's, it's like maybe really the least spicy. No, of it's all not of them for some reason. Even though it's got all yeah. those, the yeah. seeds in it. Yeah, but that that sambal stuff is really good, and then there was like shiitake mushrooms in there, and fucking it was really good. I like I like to change up my vegetables. To make my turkey more interesting, as like a counterpart. Yeah, because you can't really mess with the turkey too much. No, I like a very normal turkey. Very traditional. Yeah, I had um, I had a pretty traditional Thanksgiving myself. Both of them were fairly traditional. Yeah, you had two Thanksgivings. Yeah. Um, first one, I was displeased to find that the mashed potatoes had been prepared with. Gorgonzola cheese, which I think Ooh, is bummer. just super gross. Um, mm-hmm. So I just didn't. I was like, okay, well, I, I can. I'm gonna save some carbs right there by just not eating that at all. That's fine. I'll have a little. I'll have a little extra stuffing. Uh, and then we went to my family's <laughs> Thanksgiving, and turkey had been prepared by my sister. She brined it and she stuffed butter and herbs underneath the skin. 
and we roasted yeah. it, and we had our usual ginger ale glazed carrots, and I made mm. garlic rosemary green beans, and there was cornbread stuffing. My dad made this Pennsylvania Dutch thing called potato stuffing. That is it stuffing with potatoes? It's more like potatoes with stuffing. It's like it's just like a big casserole of potatoes with a bunch of like chopped up mirepoix and also I think like you soak bread in milk and mix that in too. Um mm-hmm. basically it rendered it rendered regular okay. mashed potatoes completely obsolete. Hmm. Uh, okay. I, 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 I felt no need though. to eat mashed potatoes when I had those to eat. Um Oh man, so you passed up two mashed potatoes. Yeah, but I had a shitload of potato stuffing. So everything everything was right with the world. And I had my mom okay, made mini yeah. pecan pies and we had pumpkin pie and uh I drank a ton of beer. Like nice. A lot a lot of beer. And then it was I drank a lot of what gin? You don't even remember what you drank. Uh, yeah, it was gin. I drank a lot of gin. And red wine. Solid. And then it was Black Friday, and I had to go all capitalist society on everyone. Yeah, I I bought a lot of stuff. Actually, I, I... A lot. I kept it under... generally under control but I also had to pick up gifts for other Mm. people and yeah yeah. plenty of money going out the door around Black Friday times yeah man man. fuck that but I'm gonna you know you you give and you get and you feel good that you made people happy and then you get gifts and you're happy and theoretically that's how it goes yeah I'm gonna go get a Christmas sure. tree. You should just get an artificial tree. Those are actually really expensive. Not really expensive, but it's yeah. like a hundred fifty bucks. But then, yeah. But how much do you spend on a Christmas tree? Less than that. Yeah, but then, like, how much? How much do you spend on a Christmas tree, like, every year? Well, I don't have. A, that's the, <laughs> the other problem is I don't necessarily have place to put the artificial one right now. Oh, like you have no storage. Yeah, so it's like. Almost better to just spend the, you know, because we can't really get a huge Christmas tree anyways, like, you know, $30 or right. whatever. Are you talking about, like, for your apartment? Yeah. Oh. And then, like, just throw that shit out and then do it again next year, I guess. Like, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty anti-decorate your house for Christmas. So, you know, you're, I don't know. Uh, I, 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 well, here's the thing is I, I'm not opposed to it like you are. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to necessarily spend the time and the money on it, but, um, my roommate insists. Do you have other people who, who would like, who would like yes, these things? Yes, she insists. And she's fronting mm-hmm. us the capital for it. So, I can't oh, really, well, right, like, get too, like, fucking pissed off no, about then. it then. Yeah. But yeah, that's not video yeah. games. Oh, wait, have you wait? wait have have you prepared Shit. a sandwich with any of your leftovers yet? Oh, definitely. Yeah, Word. I definitely like took like a big old hoagie ro- hoagie roll, 
and I toasted that bad boy, and then I put stuffing on it, and I put turkey on it, I put cranberry sauce on it, and I put gravy on it, and I ate it. It's the best sandwich. Do you have cranberry in the world. sauce at your thing? Hell yeah, hell yeah, homemade my cranberry mom, sauce. My mom made cranberry better. sauce that I think my sister told her the, she gave her the recipe for. Holy mm. shit, that stuff was good. It's like, oh yeah, there were apples in it. It was just a big bowl of fruit salad with cranberry sauce that you reduced on the stove, and it was just, it was amazing. And I don't even like cranberry sauce. It's pretty normal. okay. I love cranberry. So sauce. what I did with my leftovers is, I took my leftovers cornbread stuffing, and then I put it in a waffle iron. Okay. And then yep. a stuffing waffle came out. That sounds great. It was great. It was like super crispy stuffing. And then I put I that put some, some turkey and some gravy and that's and then I ate it. I did that. Mhm. Mhm. Video games. Whoa. Okay, Ryan. I see yes, that you Nick? played two games this week. So I did. I don't was a good boy. keep us waiting any longer. We simply must know what games did you play this week. I was a good boy. I do you want to hear about the first one or the second? Tell one? me what platforms they're for, because I liked it when we played that game. P- that was a fun game. Uh, I played a PS4 game, and I played a game on the personal computer. Well, my personal computer. Mm-hmm. It's not anybody else's. It's PS4, fine. huh? Yeah. PS4. Ready? Okay. Break. Do you remember do you remember Transformers? Like the Shia LaBeouf movie? Yes. Yeah, that's that's the one. They made a game. It's just you play as Shia LaBeouf. It's an open world robot. Yeah, actually, there were several video games based on that particular game. um iteration. There were, of weren't there? Transformers, the Michael Bay iteration. But I'm assuming they you only played as Transformers. I think so. Because otherwise, what's the point? Yeah, it's mostly like um, action scenes where you'd like shoot missiles at other Transformers while you're in Egypt. There wasn't any oh, of okay. like yeah, sick. You didn't have like Bioware style Shia LaBeouf talking to his girlfriend about how this whole Transformers thing seems kind of fucked up, though. That would that would have been kind of funny. I would have played that game. Yeah, probably me too. Um, so I played that new one. The, the Transformers Devastation. Um, that's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty. Yeah, it's made by yeah. Platinum, who makes good action yeah, games. Um, this this one feels like, I don't know. They didn't they didn't try necessarily as hard. How so? What what areas of it are lacking? Uh, I feel like uh, there's there's a little bit of like enemy variety and the lack of it there's like a few enemy types i mean realistically you're you're fighting transformers and i guess there's only so different that each transformer is the boss fights are pretty okay i've done a few of those they're pretty fun that's Uh, cool it's fun to tool on megatron um 
but yeah, no, the it's it's super simple. It's like it looks slick as hell because it like looks like one of them yeah. 80s cartoon Transformers. Yeah, they really, from episodes. what I've seen, they really nailed that aesthetic. aesthetic. Yeah, the the aesthetic of that game is fucking like ching on point dollar signs everything about it is good um but yeah it's just a fun it's it's pretty it's pretty simple it's wicked simple it's like there's only a few different combos it's not like bayonetta fucking a billion different kinds of inputs and you can get different stuff and it's it's like do you want to push square or triangle push them in any order you like and then push r1 it's okay what what Um, is that for that's just that. Oh, what? like for general like combo making, just, just yeah. for fighting. Yeah, the the combos are wicked simple, which I guess people look for in are an action game. Are they too simple? No. I th- I think so. Because I, I want to compare this game to every other platinum games 3D beat 'em up. The the greatest example of which is Bayonetta, in my opinion. Right. Where which right. had a a lot of different com- I mean it was just punch and kick but there were so many different combinations of like punch punch kick punch whole or like pr- don't press anything for a second and then press kick that it was like insane to remember I was using like the same like three or four combos all the time yeah so instead of having that level of complexity they just took all of that out and you're left with like maybe six different combo strings that the game is like, yeah, this is a combo. Uh, um, you pretty much end every combo by pushing R1 to turn into a car and <laughs> using some kind of car-related finishing move, which is fucking hilarious to watch. Um, that, that, so the it, it's really dumb. It's not like an intelligent game. It's not like wicked, like, oh, this is like really nuanced and... Yeah, the action genre has changed forever. No, it's fucking, you're a Transformer, and you push square and triangle to punch and kick stuff and and shoot guns and, and fucking, then you turn into a car and do donuts until somebody dies. That's that game, which is really fun. It's nice to just fucking play some bullshit for a little while. Um, so, yeah, no, that it's, it's fun. And I got it for $25, which is, like, exactly how much money. That's a good price for that game. Yep, I got it. One of them Amazon Lightning. Deals. I saw that 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 one happened, um, and yeah. it's already on my Christmas list, so I didn't I didn't mess with it. Uh, did, okay, did, did you ever play? Um, speaking of licensed uh, Transformers games, did you ever okay. play yep. the Legend of Korra? That downloadable title was based on the No Avatar: The Last Airbender second series spinoff, no. whatever you want to call it. As much as I liked those shows, I did not play that the game. The game is f- totally fine. It, I heard that game was bad. That would that's a complete. So like, I heard it was no. bad. If we're gonna talk about licensed action games, Afro Samurai Two is bad. It's so bad that it got pulled from canceled. It, got, it, it was already released. You can't cancel a released oh, really? game. It got pulled from storefronts, and people got refunds for it uh, automatically. That's great. That's a bad That's fantastic. game. Legend of Korra yeah. was not a bad game. Um, it, was, it came out right before Bayonetta two did, so like last ye- like last okay. year, last spring or something. Um, 
Mm-hmm. And it seemed a little bit like Bayonetta light, but it was cool because you, um, the main character being the avatar, can bend all mm-hmm. four elements, or I don't even know what they call. I'm I'm not as familiar with the lore as as some are. Yeah, it's it's elements. But, uh, yeah. So you had four different fighting styles, and so like okay, uh, that makes Earth sense. was really like slow and deliberate, and you had to like a lot of the moves could be charged up and fire was just about okay. like dashing around and like it, it was, it was cool. It was good. It just, it wasn't fully realized. And part of it makes you go like, yeah, cause it was a fucking licensed game. It's like a downloadable, like a $15 downloadable <laughs> license game. But maybe by, maybe by platinum games, yeah. it, it was definitely okay. But this transformers devastation, it seems like there's more going on that they, uh, it, there's probably more it. going on than that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like that game. Uh, I don't know if I'll beat it. It's like, it's definitely something that I, I just turn on and it's very linear and you just kind of like walk in and you're like, all right, what am I going to punch this time? And you punch it and then you're like, okay, cool, I'm done. And then you turn it off and that's it. But it's pretty good. That's cool. If you're looking for mindless fun and you like Transformers even passively, um, yeah, I I never watched the 80s cartoon. Get but, this in Jomis. Uh, I'm, well, I guess I'm down <laughs> with Transformers. I watch a lot of Beast Wars. I, Beast Wars. Uh, I really yeah. hope that they make Beast Wars DLC, which obviously they I, won't. I but. feel like nobody likes Beast Wars except for kids who were kids in like 1996. I think you're. I think that that's pretty accurate. Which is us. So uh, I guess we just have to wait for someone who is our age to make that game. All right, I'll wait a little. I'll I'll um I'll bide my time. I I uh, fucking be sore. So we're gonna. Shit. This seems like a good time to talk about one of the news stories. It's it's, it's actually very relevant. Whoa! Um, we're just, like, well, it's it's super relevant here. Apparently, all right. No, stories going around that uh, I'm not gonna say they're 100 percent confirmed here, but mm-hmm. there's rumors that. Platinum Games is working on a new game called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And they're making another li- a licensed-ass action game, but with Ninja Turtles instead of Transformers or... Any- like, that seems like the next logical step to me. Ninja Turtles is another uh, licensed property that I also have zero affinity for. Yeah, I- well, I like the... My my affinity extends only so far as the Super Nintendo and like Sega Genesis games and the arcade games and stuff were like super yeah. dope. Yeah, I've heard like that. What is it? Turtles in Time. Yeah, Turtles in Time is. I hear people talk about Turtles in Time all the time. That shit's a plus. Uh, I I was a bigger fan of the yeah. Sega the Sega Genesis game, uh, Hyperstone Heist. Preferred that one a little bit more, but mm. eh, whatever. I, I mean, I was a Sega Genesis kid more or less. Um. But yeah, I don't know. Like, apparently, like, there's never been a good Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game ever since Turtles in Time. Like, the the reboot one that they got, like, an Xbox Live download thing, was apparently, like, a total piece yeah. of shit. So, yeah. Like, take more 80s cartoons and make them into cool action games, Platinum. Even though it's kind of weird that... I'll, yeah, I'll do that. It's kind of weird that, that happen. they're... I mean, they're Japanese, so they don't actually necessarily I mean, I'm sure that there are people who worked on these games 
that are just like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is is this? Or what I've never I've never ex- yeah. seen this franchise before. But hey, I, so I'm I'm assuming we're, we're gonna get He Man: The Masters of the Universe developed by Platinum Games next. Here's the thing. Where how come they've never made like a fucking like where's Marvel fucking Avengers movie tie-in games? Like why aren't those happening? Avengers tie-in? Yeah, like with all of these Marvel games. I remember like the like the early and late 2000s were like all about movie tie-ins, especially like the early 2000s. Where, like, they would make a Spider-Man movie, and then, like, all right, here's the Spider-Man game. Oh, man, Spider-Man 2 for the GameCube? That game is good. I never played that game. It's, like, the only Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2 for the GameCube. I mean, I think it came out on PS2, too, but those are the only games that were ever actually good. Like, they're, like, a sick combo system. Yeah, fucking, um, I don't know. But I feel like like Marvel's in, like, a prime spot to, like, fucking... You mean Disney? Make... Or well, Disney, I guess now, but like, why aren't they making superhero games that are good? Why so here's happen? what I think is the answer to your question: Is it because they made they already made Marvel's like Hero Alliance 2015 or whatever the fuck it's that, called, like Diablo like with Marvel characters? Yeah, no, that was yeah, not what I was going one. to say, but. I'm sure there's a lot of people at Disney who don't know anything about video games, and they go like, "Why would you want another game? You got one right here. You, it's like, it's like your mom, like, 15 years ago. Oh, just like, yeah, sure. Mom, mom, I want Super Mario World. She's like, you got Super Mario right here. Super Mario Brothers one. Like, play that game. You're like, no, I want the new one. And it's like, guys, we need more Marvel. We need more Marvel superhero games. It's like, what you got? You got this one. We keep re-releasing it. They're in Disney Infinity. What more do you want? You guys are such assholes. You ungrateful shits. Oh, that's true. They are in Disney Infinity. Yeah, and so I never thought about. But that. here's the the okay. real the yeah. real reason that I think is because yep. okay movies make a shitload of money because it's really easy for yep. a bunch of dumb people to just be like, yeah, ten dollars. Here you go. I'm gonna go watch your movie, and it takes two hours, and then you gave Disney a bunch of money. Video games are expensive as as all heck to make and the return isn't as good for most video games. Yeah. I mean like games like Call of Duty and like Fallout 4 and GTA 5, like all those games, they they will sell gangbusters regardless of anything and they'll make a ton of money for their company yeah. even though they put a lot of money into it. Mm-hmm. But if you most people aren't willing to take a chance and Disney Disney doesn't seem like the kind of company that feels like taking a chance. They'd be like, why would we do something new when this thing we're doing makes us tons of money? Let's just make more movies. Let's not make video games. That's just my opinion, though. No, that that makes sense. That makes sense. I don't know. But there there is some stuff. The Deadpool got a game that's actually, it's being re-released on Xbox One and PS4. I heard that game's fine. Oh, that's true. Um, yeah. it's, it's got, like, really Deadpool things in it. I'm not really a superhero fan, so I don't... I'm not the person to really ask about it, but I heard it's very Deadpool-y, if that makes any sense. Deadpool Deadpool is cool, I guess. And I then know. he's getting a movie, or a PG-13 Deadpool movie, which, from everything I've heard, uh, is not okay. Like, that's mm. not... That's not, that's not Deadpool. cool. 
but mm. I don't know. Okay. I'm going to stop talking to my butt now. All right. I'll tell you real quickly about a game what you that got? I played. I keep, I just, I got? open, I just unlocked my, my iPad. Yeah, I, so we're gonna, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. I got an iPad for Black Friday slash Christmas, but we decided to open it early because I'm an entitled millennial piece of shit. Um, but I was up late last night, fo- drunk photoshopping, and I made a Bear vs. Man official iPad wallpaper. That oh, I need fantastic. To, okay. I need people. I will share. I, sh- I share. I share with people. Um, I and share I just, with I people. Sa- I apparently set it as my, my lock screen, and so every time I go to unlock my mm-hmm. iPad, yeah, I crack up. That's great. Uh, okay, I'll get I'm to that excited. in a second. But uh, So I mentioned last week that I was planning on buying some some Steam games um, from that sale, mm-hmm. and I picked up a couple of things, and I played a couple of them, and yep. I'm going to tell you about how I feel about these games. Okay. Yeah. You ready? Okay. Sure. Yep. So mm-hmm. Dropsy, which I believe, I swear that the sub the subtitle of that game, like it's Dropsy colon a hug venture or something like that. It's about a clown who I can only assume is misunderstood because he appears Mm -hmm. to be deranged, but he seems to be a nice guy. And he's got a puppy that he hangs out with. He has animal, he has animal friends, general animal friends. And, Okay. The game begins with this like horrible nightmare scene of like everyone's at the circus and the, the circus like burns down and then you're in this like nightmarish version of the home in which you live now and I'm just like what the fuck is this game? But it turns out that okay. it's like oh no it's just like a he was having a, a nightmare it's like a dream sequence so it's like okay okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as far as I can tell like the plot of this game is. There's a circus in town, and, like, five years ago, the circus burned down, and some a couple people died, including someone who worked there and a couple, and a couple people who lived in town. And I, I guess that mm-hmm. some people think that Dropsy is responsible for it in some way. Um, but so I've only sunk... Actually, I can tell you how much time I've sunk into this game. I'd say it's just... I played two hours, um, and it seems like it's actually a fairly long game. It's an adventure game, um, but it saves you the fluff of the, like giant, long branching dialogue trees. So you have like a game. Okay. It's kind of like a like a, a game like Monkey Island. Do you ever play any of the Monkey Island games? I have not. Well, so it's kind of like that style of adventure game where you you get items and you go to people and you give them items or you use items on things and you kind of like have an area that you can roam around in and do what you do but games like Mm -hmm. monkey island tend to be like you click on someone and they have like 10 minutes of pre-recorded dialogue to spew at you and you have to like try and like talk to them about things it's like that just gets rid of all that shit, which is awesome. 
Like that's that's fantastic. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I genuinely mm. do not need that shit. Um, because it, it's right just on. like people okay. communicate with word bubbles, and they'll say like, you 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 go to you go to someone, and you you click on hug, and you click on them, and you try and hug them, and it, and they get two bubbles above their head that just is a picture of Dropsy's face and a thumbs down, and they're like, you know what, Dropsy, I'm not a big fan. Don't try and hug me. I'm like, okay, hmm. that that all right makes okay. Read me loud and clear instead of there. It's that triggering like a dialogue thing of like, or like if I try and use an item on something that doesn't work, Dropsy will just turn towards the camera and shrug a little bit instead of them being like, I don't think that's gonna do me any good, and like waste you know like. In a lot of ways, it's a tr- traditional adventure game. In a lot of ways, it really openly defies tr- adventure game tropes. And I really like okay. that about mm-hmm. it. The game seems long. Um, I did. I got stuck a little bit in the somewhere in the second chapter, and I had to look up a solution. And it looks like this, this like five or six chapters long. I mean, it loosely loosely divided. Um, okay. And it just seems. It took me two hours to get like I'm maybe on on chapter three, so it's like a six to eight hour game, which is. I was expecting something with much less scope. Yeah, um, and yeah, I totally. thought I thought I had this game figured out, but apparently I'm, I'm totally wrong because it's it's way larger than I thought. And part of it is the the world is huge, and you have to just walk through it, a la those old school adventure games that it it draws inspiration from. Mm-hmm. But I did just unlock fast travel. Uh, I took a job with this big medical company, and I showed him my clown, some clown tricks, and he is just like, "Okay, cool. Now we're gonna go help that guy who I think is your dad get better." And here's a car. So me and my my dog and my baby bird and my tiny mouse, my animal friends, we got in my car and we drove back to my house. And now I'm pretty sure I can fast travel. Which should probably help the rest okay. of the game go a little bit faster, but um, I don't know. I I I really like it. I think. Mm-hmm. You think? Yeah, cause I, I cause I like adventure games, and like I said, it cuts out yep. a lot of the stuff I don't like. All the dialogue that that kind of jams up the works, and it's kind of the most boring part sometimes. If the dialogue's done well, you like you want to listen to it, but if it's not, yeah, yeah, sure. like if. Certain cross a certain certain threshold and then it's not good anymore and you're just like, all right, now this is just a waste of time, and this game doesn't even have, doesn't even yeah. concern itself with that. But this game also reminds me of, and I wonder how intentional this correlation is. But do you remember a PS2 game called Tulip? Uh, I you've tried to tell me about that game. I, think. I probably have. Um, yeah. Shulip is a game takes place in, in a in an area of Japan. You play as a young man who you have a dream about this girl who you want to smooch underneath like the smooching tree, and then the smooching tree comes to you in a dream and it's like, hey, to reach your smooch happiness, you have to become more confident and better at smooching by yes, smooching as many people game. as possible, consensually. Right. I remember all of and this stuff. so you it's. That's kind of in a, in a lot of ways. That's an adventure game in and of itself, because they have mm-hmm. it's a big world where people there are characters who have schedules, 
and there's there's people who live in the town and there's people who live like underground that have different schedules and they'll like appear and you have to do like a little mini game or something to be able to smooch them you know, to give them a certain item it's like go to the park around four o'clock and that's when the mole lady will appear or you know whatever and if you do if you if you yeah. sneak up on her you can smooch her but that game is also just full of bullshit this is tulip i'm talking about still um because there's all, there's all sorts of chains and quest chains and stuff that you have to like get this item to do this, but it's like you don't they don't tell you anything of how to of how to do it. Mm-hmm. Like it's really just a su- it's super trial and error. Like there's this one moment in the game where you come to a fence and it's just like, do you want to jump over the fence? And you're like, yes. And then when you jump over the fence, there's like a big drop on the other side, and you hit the ground. And you lose X number of hearts, and you just need to have a certain amount of hearts to survive the fall, and that's the only way to to get over that fence. And if you didn't have enough hearts, we did the first time, and you probably didn't, then you just game over it, and you had to go back to your last save. Because Tulip's yeah, sounds... a stupid, shitty game. I actually tried I tried playing yeah. it. Saw well, like a long time ago, I saw like Game Grumps play it, and I was so amused by it. I, then I was like, oh, it's on PS3 for like $10 or 8 bucks or whatever. And they can get like the PS2 classic version for some reason. And I played it mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like roommate and I really put our heads together on it. We're like, we're going to play Tulip. And then we started, I started reading about like all the dumb shit you have to do and like all the yeah. trial and error. And I was just like, no, this, this is over. We're not doing this anymore. But in, okay, so, but Dropsy takes draws inspiration directly from tulip at least that's the way i like that's that's what it looks like to me because you have to like help people and that will allow you to hug them um okay but i don't and sometimes you have to do that to advance the story but sometimes it's just like i i think the guide i was looking at listed it as a collectible kind of like Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's possible to hug all or most of the characters in the game, but some of them are optional to completing the story. But still, is like some, yep, just some interesting little little flavor moments that 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 adds hugging hugging the optional people. Uh, like there's these two girls sitting on a stoop who are like drug addicts or something. I don't I don't I don't know. Um, <laughs> And one of them, uh, like one of them, you just you kind of see like their their musings, like in their thought the thought bubbles or the word bubbles above their heads, and like one of them is just like really depressed about. Or mo- most people you meet in this game are sad at first, and you have to help them in some way. Okay. I don't know. You, I wound up giving her a flower, and she was just like, "Oh, thank you. Give me a hug." And I hugged her, and then like when I came by her later, she had like. Like, uh, she was still sitting on her stoop, but she wasn't as sad. And then she had, like, the flower I gave her, like, a little glass on the, the windowsill next to her. And it's like, it makes me, it kind of makes me happy. I don't know, this it's game's full of, like, little things, and, um... Yeah. It seems pretty cool. Uh, it's a cool game that I played this year. Yeah, man. I don't know, I don't really know how it stacks up, like... Ryan, I've been talking a lot about game of the year lately. 
Yeah, we've we've been discussing some things. And I mean, I think a lot about where the games I've played that came out this year fit, and I have like a loose idea, but there's also a lot of games I haven't played yet. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, it's not Honey Pop good. I don't know, man. Yeah, you like Honey Pop. That game is so amusing to me. So another game that I played that I, I bought know. on Steam. Audio Surf mm-hmm. 2. Oh shit. Not much it's this is Audio Surf. Is it? Yes. It's it's really mm. So the coolest thing about it is that it has in SoundCloud integration. So you can pretty mm-hmm. much play any song you want through it. If it exists okay. somewhere on yep. SoundCloud, even if it's just an up like a upload by someone who doesn't actually own the song, you can just search for it and it's just there and you can play it. All the gameplay is still the hmm, same. Okay. Uh, Audio Surf is like yeah. You pick a song, it generates a track, which it's not exactly a racing game. You're like turning around the track, like turning through curves and things like that. It 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 runs it through through for you, but like the the colors of the track and the way it goes up and down and the speed at which you travel on it is all and the pieces i guess that are in play on the track are all determined by the song yeah and so depending on the mode you're playing you're basically you want to hit the pieces and they they fill like reservoirs on the track and so the the Base game mode is called mono, where it's just all the pieces are the same color. Okay. And the idea is that there's three lanes with very depending on the track, varying amounts of blocks in each lane. And the idea okay. is that you want to hit the blocks, they drop into the reservoir, and you want to fill up your reservoir, and each one can hold like eight in each lane. So you want to hit eight in each lane, it gets to the top, that's how you get the most points. But once you, like, line up three of them, in a certain amount of time, if you don't drop any in, they'll disappear. And you'll, I mean, you'll get score, but you won't, you won't get as much score as if you had filled them all up. So it's, it's really, I mean, I mean, it's just sound really unnecessarily complicated. It's actually really simple. It's just, you use your mouse to move your car left and right, and you hit these blocks and try and line up all the pieces, and I'm really bad at it. Like, it has real live, um, like, live score tracking, and uh, I'm bad at it. Like, I can, like, oh, consistently, okay. everyone else gets a much better score than I do. There's lots of different game modes. There's mod support, so people are making new skins for it to make it look different. Um, mm-hmm. And they have game modes where they add different colored blocks, so it's a, it becomes like a puzzle game. You have to get all the yellow to line up. That's probably the most interesting one, but depending on the song you play it on, it can be, like, really hard. Um, yeah, yeah. And so it's like you the red ones are worth the most. you got to line up three red in a row or, like, just next to each other. Then there are gray ones that don't match with anything, but if they hit the bottom of the reservoir, they drop out and you get a bunch of score. And it's just, you know, it's more it's more audio surf. It definitely looks better. The SoundCloud integration is sweet. Um, yeah. That game's fine. I just I have a certain fondness for Audio Surf because, as I said before, it was the the reason I downloaded Steam. 
Oh, that's right. Because I, I was like, oh, AudioSurf, that game looks all right. It, like, oh, it's generated with my music. That sounds cool. I was like, I have to download a program to play this? What? Oh, all right. All right. What I guess I'll this? just I guess I'll just download this, and, and uh, that'll be fine. I won't use it that much, but now look at me. Yeah, I won't use it that much. Uh, they also added a game mode called... I can't remember what it's called. Exactly. Like audio runner or something like that where it's just you have a per like there's a person on the track and you're like looking at it sideways and they're just hauling ass they're just running mm-hmm. and so there'll be blocks that you either need to jump over or slide under and it's just like a, it's it's made you play with up to four people which is two button input and like the the blocks and how they appear and for how long is determined by the music you're playing um that seems like that's just like kind of simple little fun it's like i kind of feel like listening to a song right now i'm just gonna also press two buttons while i do it no real mm-hmm. like high score or anything to be had but yeah but like I said, it's got full um workshop support so people have been making skins for it and i'm sure there have been variations of game modes that people have made and i'm sure that or i'm hoping that the developer is gonna just keep adding stuff to that game because it's super expandable it's like a shell for more stuff so We'll see. I don't yeah. have any plans, you know, especially me, like, trying to play more stuff before I figure out how I felt about this year. Um, I'm probably mm-hmm. not going to play a lot more Audio Surf 2, so I wanted to mention it now. But... Sure, yeah. It seems... It's... And it's not broken. Ain't nothing wrong with it. How about how about that? Ain't nothing wrong with it. Official review. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Let's take a break. You know, I had an idea yeah, for... Right. Something that I think would make a good sponsor for the show, but I can't remember what it is now, so. Oh, well, just, uh, sure, yep. I'll get back to you on that one. Break. Okay. We're talking about video games. Shit, we talk about video games on this. Sometimes thing? Fuck. we're not talking about sandwiches. Right, you true. played a different game Shit. that I told you to play, and I think I told yep. everyone to play this game. Yep. So <clears throat> uh, during this this recent Steam sale, uh, a game called Space Chem was ninety nine cents, and that's a great price for Space Chem. Although I would pay more. Yeah, for that, that game, game is definitely is that worth more than ninety nine cents. But like, why would you? Wa- like, I, I think it's old. It is. It is a little bit old. I don't know why you'd want to pay more than that. Yeah. Also, that game. That game can yeah. run on a toaster. I think so. I think that's true. I think it actually is on a toaster. 
it if runs you, a toaster. They, they ship out. In a they ship out physical versions of it that just come on toasters that you plug via HDMI toasters. into your TV. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, man. Um. So, uh, anywho, uh, Space Cam oh, man. is really neato. It reminds me a lot of Human Resource Machine, which we've talked about. Um, is the Human Resource Machine it's like sort a, of it's like, like programming based, right? Yeah. This this makes me feel similar things in my uh in my heart yeah when i play space chem um you're so for people who don't know you're you're given like two inputs usually and then in some fashion you need to attach them to each other uh like with chemical yeah. bonds the, the inputs are put them in an the inputs are molecule box. Z- 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 so yeah. it's like it'll be like here's a you're, hydrogen you're and here's compounds. an oxygen you need to make H two O, right? And then you you need to make a track where there's a little bubble that can either pick up molecules or drop molecules or bond them together. And so depending on how you design the track, um, you either do really well or you're like, why isn't this thing picking this up when I want it to? But all the tracks um, you just sometimes make multiple tracks. You actually always have to make multiple tracks. They run at the same. Yeah, they run at, at the same two. speed, which is that's where the rub really right. comes in because you need to figure out how to like stop that track long enough that they reach. Like, hey, you wait there for one, and then then you'll get to the, that that place at the same time, and then you bond. You yep. have them go yep. over the bonding section at the same time. Dude, that game is. Oh, so I just man. got to the part. Um, like the fourth planet where they start introducing like rea- different reactors and you have to like connect the reactors and then like wait in one reactor to pick up a thing that was bonded in a previous yeah. reactor um that it's getting nuts like i feel like they just jumped the difficulty of space chem up by like a hundred notches that first like reactor section i was just like what the fuck is going on uh but i think i've got it now um, it's very challenging in a way that I like. Um, so, like, I spent probably, like, an hour or so on just, like, one level. Yeah, it's it's really um, hard. It gets, it gets really challenging, and I'm just like, oh, man, I can't even believe, like, how hard this is gonna get because like I blew through like the first three levels in like half an hour Mm -hmm. like I blew through them because they're wicked easy and they're like okay this is how you do this and this is how you do this I'm like okay cool sinking got it bonds got it okay cool and then they're like all right uh here's reactors and pipes and uh here you go and I'm like fuck and then like they wanted me to like triple bond like two sides of this one compound i'm like oh this is gonna be really hard yeah that that game just ramps up the difficulty so quickly it's like yeah, the most complex yeah, man. I, I think i actually uh during our first um listener special or reader q and a yeah i yeah. i was we were posed the question was the hardest game you ever played i'm pretty sure i said space game I think you did. I think. You well, did. that might not be the hardest. It is damn hard. It's very difficult. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to playing a little bit more of that game. Um, 
I, th I think it's very neato. Um, yeah, Space Chem. You should get Space Chem. It's not on sale right now. You should wait. Yeah, it goes on sale for a dollar. I mean, come on. I think it was the dollar, like, the last Steam sale, like the summer one, and I didn't buy it, even though you told me to. So the, the, that guy made a 3D version of that, basically a 3D Space Chem. Um, oh, that sounds horrible. I think it's a little bit less complex. It's called Infinifactory. You, you're building, like, machine parts. You're building machines instead of, like, mm -hmm. chemicals or bond, like, and molecules? Molecules. Um, but I've heard it's not... It, it doesn't play quite the same way. I mean, calling it 3D Space Cam is obviously being super reductive. Um, but I've heard because of the way oh. that it works with being in 3D, it's, like, a, a little bit easier just to brute force it. Like, to not really know oh, sure. the right, or, like, the the most, f have it, do it with finesse, just, you kind of just fudge it, and it, the thing comes out, and it's, like, super inefficient, but it works, and you accomplish the goal. That came out this year. It's, I want, it's still I, pretty new. Um, I think it, uh, June 30th, 2015. I put it on my I want to say it, um... I, I like, I like, I, I think I like these games, the ones that are, like, uh, puzzle is on a track, and you need to arrange the track such that you can complete the goal of the puzzle. I don't know what genre that is, but I think I like and, it. Uh, would you say that Human Resource Machine falls under that same category? There isn't a track because you're essentially making the track. Yeah. Instead of uh, the thing moves by itself, and you have to figure out how to inter like move the pieces to make it do what you want. Instead human resource machine is more you're creating the track and then hoping for the best uh, because literally that game is like okay here's here's a string of numbers and then also here is the thing that we want you to do with the numbers now go and they give you like a series of commands that change um, how the guy interacts with the numbers from the inbox um it's it's like I said, it makes me feel similar things, but it's definitely not that mm -hmm. similar. Can you think of another game uh, that I like is a puzzle game on a track? Man, I don't even know. Um, because I'm I'm like just discovering these games. Uh, let me go. I want to like go to the store page of Space Chem and then see what Steam says is similar. It's to a good idea, game. but I don't think. I don't. I don't know if you're going to get the answers that you desire in that way. Probably not. Infinifactory. Oh, yeah, Braid is like this game. Oh, totally. Oh, I should... I should... Oh, this game... This game looks like something. TIS-100? Uh, that is a title I've seen in a related search. Uh, made by this. Made by the same guy. Space Chem and Infinifactory guy. Sounds, that sounds very familiar. Also came out this really? year. Holy shit, this guy makes a lot of games. I, I, I can only I assume that he's a... It's a team. Yeah. Zachtronics. Tessellated Intelligent System. That looks... Didn't, did we talk about Ironclad Tactics? No. Should we oh, have? Okay. No. This is another game made by this guy, but it's actually a game. Did that come out this year? 
No, it came out oh, 2013. Okay, well, we can't talk about it then. Okay. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Space Chem is cool. It is cool. I like Space Chem. If yeah. anything, um, you know, I mean, like it's un- it's it's cool. If anything, yeah, it's cool. I like it. I like it. Um. So the other thing I did this week. So wait, this, um, this, wait, this is a video game. This is it's kind of a video game. Um. So there's a video game on the Vita that's a visual novel called Danganronpa or Trigger Happy Havoc. Danganronpa. That game Rampa. might be more than a visual novel. It's definitely an adventure game. Like I played some of it. Um, it's like a detective-y adventure game. You're like highlighting, like going to an area on the map, and then like you thumb over things that are then highlighted. Then it's like, oh, this thing goes with this thing. Look, you discovered the murderer. Um, yeah. Well, that game is. Yes. That's that's. It's that. That is partially true, but it's also, like, the main... I'm pretty sure the main gameplay in that is you have this trial, uh, and yes. if you're able to successfully find the killer, then... Um, you yeah, don't and die. if you do, if you don't successfully find the killer, then everybody dies! Because some, some black-and-white yeah, so teddy or. bear um, wants to kill teenagers or something. Because it's a game from Japan, so... Yeah, it's a game about killing teenagers and killing your friends, uh, which is my favorite subcategory of. If you if you uh, if you Japanese like battle royale, <laughs> you'll love Danganronpa. Yeah, that's that's I'm, a good. That's I just remember one comparison. time. Um, what was it? I was so we were in your basement, and it was me and Yuki and Joe, and I had gone to the bathroom, and I came back, and I heard Yuki describe to you, it's like Phoenix Wright but with, like, killing teenagers or something like that. And I was like, oh, we talking about yeah. Rampa right now? Like, I immediately... <laughs> Dan, Dan Rampa. I was like, I immediately knew what he was talking about. Yeah. We like to, uh, we so, like to be... Anyway, so... Good, continue. We do. Um, so, this game... Uh, they came out with an anime for this game... And I'm like, well, this game's kind of like a visual novel. I should just watch this anime instead of playing this game. Um, so I did. And now I wish I played the game. Man. Because it's... Uh, I, I was I was doing some reading after I finished it, and apparently the, the anime is incredibly reductive to the story. I'm sure. And I'm like, oh, so, oh I kind of like story the story. The I wish... I... It's, it's, like, it's like 80% story. Um... But um, but yeah, I thought the twists and turns were cool, so I might I might still play that game. Yeah, it's like even though I, even though I know what happened, it's also like the, or like I, the interaction I, between. I could play the, the interaction game between too, the third one is coming one. out very soon. It is, yeah. I don't know if it's coming out in America. Oh wait, I think it is. Uh yeah, I think that that just got announced this week, basically. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Hey, so we're being topical. Um, yeah, as always. Yeah, no, that game that that game is cool. That game is cool. Uh, you mean the the anime is cool? Do you watch it yeah, on? Same thing. That that story, I watched it on Hulu. Oh, you should tell, man, drop Hulu, drop that chump, get Crunchyroll. They got simulcast All one the... week, one hour after broadcast in, in Japan. 
I don't I don't I don't play that game except for One Piece. For like every other anime, I like to wait until it's all the season is finished. Because I like to binge watch. That's good. Except for One Piece. Where I fucking... Okay, so I watched a bunch of One Piece yesterday. And I, like, haven't watched One Piece for, like, eight goddamn months. And they're still in the same arc that they were when I last left One Piece off. And they haven't even done anything. Like, meaningful. So, I'm pretty upset. I watched, like, 20 episodes. Is that, is that right? With no meaningful yeah, right. progression? There was a little bit. Like, some stuff happened. But, like, it's it's basically been this giant cock tease of, like, Luffy's going to fight fucking, uh, what's his name? Doflamingo. You, Luffy's going to fight him. Luffy's going to fight him. Blah, blah, blah. And then fucking doesn't happen. Still, still waiting for it to happen. Still waiting for him to throw the first punch, and he just hasn't done it yet. He's been Has he not fought him at all yet? Like fucking... No, they haven't fought yet. It's been like... Alright, so they haven't even got the part where Luffy loses and then becomes stronger and then beats him again later? No, I think they're doing that through another character. Oh, okay. Um, like, Luffy just keeps getting distracted by, like, random people trying to get to him while the other guy who's currently fighting him is like, I'm clearly not good enough for this. But I'm going to try anyway because I'm wicked sad about it. Because he killed my friend, or whatever. I don't know. Something like that. Anime spoilers. Yeah, I don't know. Anime. So you've been watching some anime-ass anime, basically. I'm watching some anime-ass anime this week. Um, yeah. I watched some One Punch Man. I like One Punch Man. I mean Punch to Man. watch One Punch Man, it's because it's it's become such a, a cultural thing, that I feel like. It has. Uh, it's not the the first season isn't over yet, so I watched like three episodes and I'm like, okay, uh, this is good. And then although I did wait. manage to not watch Attack on Titan, even though that that that's like a whole thing, I just didn't. Oh man, didn't I like even... Attack on Titan. That shit's pretty. It seems good. too serious. You should. It's not. It, it's no, about it like the fate of humanity. One Punch Man is about a guy yeah. who just jerked One, off One so Punch hard. Man is he just good jerked anime. off so many times that he's just. Strong. No, AF. it's 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 like a hundred push-ups, a hundred sit-ups, a hundred squats, and ten kilometers running every day. Is the, <laughs> that's how you one punch man? That's a lot. Yeah, that's that's what it's that's like his thing. He says that ten kilometers. Like, that doesn't seem like that doesn't seem like enough. Actually, ten kilometers man. isn't a lot, but every day isn't that like five miles? Um, it's six point two miles. That's, that doesn't seem like... I, pe- I feel like people run way more than that every day. I... Like, people who are, like, average runners. On days runners. that I run, I run five kilometers. I do that, like, two or three times a week. I feel like if I was just like, yeah, fucking let's one man punch... One punch man this bitch, and I just started doing ten. I, I, would ha- I honestly yeah, I had to do okay. it in two separate sessions, though, because that's just really hard. <laughs> like, running two 5Ks... I would just ten you know, kilometers that's, running. That's, a, that's kind of a lot. Just like how you wouldn't be able, I wouldn't be able to just be like, all right, hundred push-ups and just do one, two, three, fifty-four, fifty. Like I would have to be like, all right, twenty, and then like roll over for a second and be like, all right, hold on, ten more, and then like eventually get there. But like shit, yeah. that's a lot. <laughs> okay, but I want to be one punch man. Yeah. All right, noted. 
I would, I would, I want to be One Punch Man. That sounds dope. Yeah, just, just do it. Ten kilometers running. Yeah, that that it actually takes a while to be able to run. I remember right, a, a long time ago, I did this. I started this couch couch to five k app thing, and I've heard um, of that. it's that's not. They need to rename it because if you really all you do is are you not are you not running five k's? No, what, what I'm saying is, well, I I can yeah, I can actually I can routinely run like five kilometers without really taking too much of a break. That's that's not that's not the hard part. But that it took me forever to get there. That's the thing. So the thing is, if mm-hmm. you're really just on the couch, all it's all you do is couch. You're really going from couch to five k. It's not gradual enough. Like if you don't have any, like any, you don't do any cardio at all, and then you're like, I want to run a five k. It only take me eleven weeks with this program. It that's not. It it's it's way harder than that. If you're like, I usually do like light cardio some some days, but I want to really hone in on the ability to run for three miles without stop, three point one miles without stopping. It's like, yeah. um, you know, it's like those fucking P ninety X insanity videos, where you see the before picture, and you're like, that guy looks fine, and he's like, he's not even fat, but it's like if if I try to do P ninety X, I would just die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. So yeah, I mean that, that took yeah. like, yeah, at least two years of doing like semi regular cardio. So it's not gonna fuck, man. I, I mean, I wasn't really devoted. Like, if if I I could have tried harder, but you know, I have like a family and an addiction to video games and a job and a whole bunch of other stuff. An addiction uh, to and video games. Yeah, as I mentioned I'm addicted to video games. They're like. In addition that to like yeah, I do definitely take some time. I make sure to set a time, set aside time for physical fitness. But like, if I didn't give a shit about video games or podcasting or my family, like, I would be yeah, a one punch definitely. Man. I'd be one like, punch if I was tomorrow. just if, like, I didn't care about video games, I would probably have a lot of fun just being like, I'm just gonna be obsessed with physical fitness. I'm just gonna be obsessed with my abs. That's really hard to be obsessed with. If I had abs, I'd probably be obsessed with them, but I don't. So yeah, no, it's six pack abs are like a lifestyle choice. That's ridiculous. True. Physical fitness, yeah. the physical fitness cast. Um, hello. I mentioned before. Are you, are you done talking about anime? Yeah, I'm all set. Yeah. I mentioned before that I got an iPad, and so immediately I was like, "Time to yes, play." Every game. And Every I spent game. like $15 on apps, which doesn't sound like mm. a lot, but that's quite a few apps. That's like a lot of apps. Like for money to app ratio, that's like usually like 15 That's like, uh, they, they were, I'd say they were generally about $2 each. Some were three, some were okay. one. You got a couple of, you know, there's free ones, obviously. I downloaded Hearthstone again. Right, so I, I, I've been out of Hearthstone for so long. And I was like, well, Hearthstone's on iPad. I heard that version's really good. I guess I'll try and get back into Hearthstone. I played one match, and I was just like, no, I don't think I will get into Hearthstone. I think I think I've gotten to the point where, like, Hearthstone is now too hard for me. Like, the, the meta, I can't keep up with the meta anymore. Yeah, it anymore. is. Like, it gave me some like, packs. Yeah. 
It sucks because I really they like gave Hearthstone. They me some packs. I really of, like um, Hearthstone. Uh, gnomes versus goblins or whatever. I opened it and everything was like yeah. mechs and stuff, and I was like, oh no, you know what? No. No. Shit. And then I was just like, uh, maybe that one player stuff was kind of not really that unpleasant. Although my main problem I've brought up on this podcast before that you can't just play one player in that game. Like you can't, there's no way to really get money playing one player. Yep. It's not like here's the storm where you can just kind of like do bot matches and yeah, if if you really, but, but, but even in that game, like all that stuff is optional. It's like, um, you know, like our, like Joe, he, he's never put a dollar into that game and he still has a lot of fun. I caught him playing that game by himself the other day. I caught uh, him. And I, I just finished some matches, and then I was like, I saw he was online, I was like, shit, I'm eating dinner. Joe, don't you f- go anywhere. It's like, oh, I'm going to go play Fallout 4. And I was like, Joe! Joe! That's fine, I really like that game, I think you should play it, I think you'd really like it, but... Uh, so, but like ultimately it's optional. Like, you get f- five to seven heroes a week, and you can have a fun time playing that game with those five to seven heroes. Mm-hmm. But like yep. Hearthstone, like you get all your cards, and then you're like, I grow, not like I grow bored of these cards, but you want new cards, and if, you can't get them unless you yeah, it's, play like yeah. a lot of online matches against people who have like more variety or better cards than you. And then so so I was like, okay, so like one player, I was like, oh, yeah, well, Black Rock Mountain, I never got that or the New Adventures League thing. They put $25 for that yeah. shit. Totally. Those things are way too much. I, I did the, the Naxxramas one because it came out when I was, like, super into Hearthstone. But now it's just like, yep. all right, so you're, I'm going to be able to get this one-player thing, and then and then what? Like, I, I get a bunch of cards, including a legendary that everyone already has because they paid $25 for it, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, fuck that. So, but, but... Okay, online card games, right? Um, yep. Online card games. I forgot that this game came out. I, when I heard about it, I was so excited. Also, um, quick note, Paint It Back, the game I talked about last week, super dope on mm-hmm. iPad. Like, you, it fits more on the screen. Okay. It yep. works perfectly. I even got a compactive stylus so I could, like, draw and do it. It's, like, it's it's wonderful. 10, 10, 10 out of 10, it's that game dope. is even better this way. Um, Pokemon Trading Card Game has an iPad app. Oh, shit, they do. And it's good. Like, yeah. I I actually, you know, I have extreme fondness for Pokemon Trading Card Game for the, the Game Boy Color. You do, yep. But also... It's your favorite game. Uh, it is, I like to say it's my favorite game, which... Because you have to just pick one at a certain point. Uh, I, but I don't know if that's actually um, how true that actually is. Uh, but of all the... Like, I have super fond memories of that game. But then again, I also have super fond memories of uh, MapleStory. MapleStory Uh-oh. is having a second cataclysm. Yeah, because they already one? did something called Big Bang. That was basically MapleStory Cataclysm. And now they're right. doing MapleStory Reboot that, like, I'm pretty sure they're, they're trying to remove all the 
or it's more of the pay to win stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like reducing exp pools, like removing some of the grind and things like that, and adding new characters, letting you change realms. The game's like ten years old. I have an ex- that game's I have an extreme fondness for that game. Okay, so you like I, I really I want I want to love it. I it just it's such, it's such bullshit, but I it makes. Well, what, I I have feelings for it. It's like a an abusive girlfriend mm. or something. That's just like I really like yeah. it, but I shouldn't. Um, but Pokemon trading card game, love the GB the Game Boy Color game. I was obsessed with it. Played it for so many hours. But I also think mm. that Pokemon trading card game is a kind of good trading card game, regardless of the characters on on the. That was a good game. Regardless yeah. of the characters on the cards, like. You know, there's some there's some problems with that game in terms of like trying like if your po- if your opponent gets like a super powerful Pokemon with like four energy cards on it, it's really hard to not get steamrolled. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's ways around it, and like you can easily get like two of your Pokemon knocked out and continue just keep chugging on. Uh, because yeah, you know you have to knock out six of them to win. But it's like imagine th- like Hearthstone. I played I've I played a bunch of different collectible or trading card games throughout throughout the years. So like I played through yes. you know I had like a Yu-Gi-Oh phase. Ultimately oh, that yeah. game is kind of broken by the nature of trap cards and magic cards and like mm-hmm. that so in in this it's the opposite problem with Pokemon. Um Yes, because the problem problem with Pokemon is, like, you can get steamrolled um, pretty easily by, like, Mm -hmm. a Gyarados with four energy cards on it. And in Mm Yu-Gi-Oh, it's just like, oh, I just spent, like, all these resources getting this super powerful monster on the field, and then I attack, and my opponent used Mirror Force, and now it's dead. And then you're like, oh, but but now I have Reborn the monster, or whatever, and now it's, it's, now it's just back. And that has that a game of Yu-Gi-Oh is just so up and down. Like so many crazy things happen in a single match of Yu-Gi-Oh, that it's like it's all about like do I have the card this right card at this time? It's it's just like super it's it's super insane. Hearthstone is like cool, Mm -hmm. but matches are. I mean, I, I like that the matches don't take very long, but that's another game where it's just like it really depends on the cards that you get. I mean, they kind of all card games are like that. Yeah, well, in in some like you know? m- some more than others, for sure. But mm-hmm. I think that that game in particular relies heavily on that. Tried Magic the Gathering. Um, I don't have a problem with it. It's just too complicated. I I've completely like lost any interest in trying to figure that game out. It's like too impenetrable at this point. Yeah, it, it really is. I, I tried playing, like, Magic the Gathering 2015 or 2014 or something. Um, and basically, it, it's just too there's too much. Like, like you were saying, it's like you you play a monster, and it's like, this, this monster has 
flying and this. And it's like I had to look up all these glossary terms to figure out what the heck is going on. Pokemon is much more simple. Mm-hmm. And you can you they give you a bunch of cards to start out with. I don't really know how you get more necessarily. Um, but you can build decks, and there's different... There's so many, so many Pokemon cards, because there's so many Pokemon. But they have different, like, sets of cards. Like, the... Kind of like the simple, like, the newest set, and then there's, like, the extended set, and then just, like, the anything goes, you can use any cards. And when you play online, um... You basically pick which category you want to play in. So if you want to play with, like, Mm -hmm. the, the smaller pool of cards that's more like um I guess geared towards tournaments and things like uh okay I don't even know exactly how they describe it but like the simple set that's got like a lot of like the super strong bullshit cards removed and a lot of that like EX burst stuff that I don't actually know anything about because it's way more recent uh, then I've been playing this yeah. playing Pokemon trading card game, and that's so you just make a, a, right, a right. deck with those cards, and um, you can only, you only go up against people who have those cards. And there's a whole one player mode mm-hmm. where you can um, they give you like like different pre made decks, and you just kind of play against computers, and you know just I like playing that game, so uh, I I like I don't know Pokemon trading card game is fun. You like that game. and. It, it looks like the game itself looks really good, and you can you know you hold your button your phone your finger on a card, and it enlarges it and it's super clear like all everything's high resolution. Like it's just a mm-hmm. really well put together game. Um, and then you you know you get to like customize your avatar and you know it's just I don't know man, it's all right. It's 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 yeah it's, it's, yeah, it's good. Okay, I don't know how that's kind of the game I I played a bunch of but. I don't know how much more I'm going to uh, to sink into it, but I think it's kind of fun. So mm. a couple a couple of times the past couple of days, I just kind of like I'm kind of bored. I'll just play around with Pokemon cards. Uh, yeah. But I also been also played a little bit of Kingdom Rush Frontiers. Remember Kingdom Rush? I like Kingdom I, Rush. I, 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 I like had Kingdom, Rush a lot. Kingdom Rush Frontier came out two years ago, and then there's also Kingdom Rush Origins. Um. Mm-hmm. And I basically have been avoided. I've, I've avoided playing them until I got an iPad because a I didn't have the room for it on my mm-hmm. phone, and b they just seem to be better suited to be played on a larger screen. So far, I found that that's true. I've also found that those yep. games are a little bit bullshit because the way yeah, just like the the yeah. structure of like. If you do a level perfectly, you get three stars, and then you spend those stars on upgrading your towers permanently. It's like, if you don't do well at first, then you're going to just suck more and more as the game goes on, because you're not getting the stars to upgrade your towers and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, that's I kind a of concern agree. that I have, even though I've been playing on the lowest difficulty, because ultimately... Uh, as far as I'm concerned, that game is uh, 
I don't like. I guess there's like a best way, like build this tower here and like always do it this way for this particular stage. But ultimately, I just want to just like build stuff and in, in a generally okay formation, and not have to worry about like, oh, I put the mage tower in the wrong place, so I didn't kill this one particular armored creep that came out here, and I lost a star. So I've just been playing the lowest difficulty, mm-hmm. and I've been having a lot of fun. So. Fuck the fuck fuck the haters. Nice. Okay. Which, I guess what I'm saying. Yeah. Fuck them. Uh, and that's that's pretty much that's a, that's fuck the most um. extent. I've got a lot of other games on here. That's that's the biggest extent of the games that I've been playing. Uh, I also checked in with mm-hmm. this game called mm-hmm. One Button Travel that um, seems to be kind of like I I played on my iPad and I realized the kind of game it was. I moved it to my phone. It seems to be mm. a game not dissimilar to Lifeline. Like it's it, the game exists okay. in a universe where it's an an actual app, and um, does that like supposedly it's real, and it's to send you notifications mm-hmm. and you're talking to someone, uh, but it right. seems a that it was not originally written. It's not written written by native English speakers, which is something I can pick up on really easily. Apparently. And also, I don't know how good it is. So it's basically mm-hmm. like okay. you had to press this button when you start the game, and the guy's like, "Oh, hey, don't press that button." And you're like, "But I, I already pressed the button." He's like, "Oh, damn!" But I already pressed the button. And it's basically the the premise of it is, "Oh, yeah, you, you initiated that button for the one button travel agency where they're going to cryogenically freeze you and send you to the future where time travel exists, and they'll just send you, they'll keep you there for a week, and that'll be your vacation. They'll send you back." It's like, but they did that to me, and they didn't wait till time travel exists. They just unfroze us all in the future, oh, and I was like, <laughs> and uh, it does okay. it, it. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. Off to it's off to an yeah, okay start. Okay. I just I haven't fully seen the ex- yeah the extent of where this is going or what this game winds up being. I think you have to like figure out. You have to, like, kind of gather clues from talking to this guy, and maybe you could talk to other people, too. I haven't really played that much. And then, like, ultimately, you have to um, find the code that you can send the company to uh, cancel your trip. You should have gotten... It's like, you should have gotten a cancellation mm-hmm. code in an email, and you're like, I didn't get an email, because that's not something that you can get in that game. Uh, and so you eventually have to, right. I guess, get the cancellation code and cancel your trip before you're sent into the future to die. I don't know. It seems kind of interesting. It's at the very least, it's it's a, a cool idea. But uh, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna like play it. that a little bit, and we'll, 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 I'll tell you about that a little bit uh, a little bit later. News. Oh, here we go. Oh man, you wouldn't believe about this news, bro. I might. So, we were Dead or Alive. The volleyball. Well, Dead or Alive is the fighting game. Oh, we were yeah, Dead sure. or Alive okay. Extreme, the simulation game. We took the girls from Dead or Alive and you dressed them up in bikinis and made them play volleyball or something. I don't actually know what the where the. I've, I guess that's the one that I don't I even remember. know what the gameplay in that game is. I don't. I never played it. So nobody's sure. They, Namco, I think, 
is the company that makes those games? Uh, Namco Bandai, yeah, I think so. And basically, they said that... Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. It's Koei Tecmo. Your favorite... Your favorite company. My they favorite make company. Dynasty Warriors. Um, oh. Wait, do you mean your favorite everyone's company? Everyone's favorite company. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. Apparently there's been an update on this story. More. So oh, okay. they they're working on Dead or Alive Extreme Three, and they're planning on releasing it in Japan, Asia, um, and I guess. Oh, so someone basically asked like, "Hey, is this gonna?" Is, they they asked like an official representative from Koei Tecmo on their Facebook page, "Is this game gonna come to America?" And the person basically said no. Yep. Um, oh, okay, good. Uh, and it sounds like there is, so he says the the post which has been since deleted says do you know many issues right. happening in the video game industry with regard to how to treat female in the video game industry um mm-hmm. we do not we do not want to talk those things here but certainly we have gone through in last year or two to come to our decision thank you uh the mm. Basically, they don't. I I guess to avoid like problems like with sex like sexism, they don't want to release it in the West mm-hmm. because I su- supposedly they were more sensitive to that. Which yeah, sure, okay. I would say is probably true. Uh, but they released an official oh, statement. Um, it yeah. says. The comments recently made by an employee regarding Dead or Alive Extreme 3 on the official Dead or Alive Facebook page only reflect the individual individual's opinion and not the opinion, opinion or business strategy of Koei Tecmo Games. We remain focused on delivering the best in fighting entertainment to our fans around the world while consciously respecting and strategizing to support the different global audiences that Dead or Alive franchise lends itself to. Dead or Alive Extreme 3 remains in development and is still planned for release in Japan and Asia only. So, in light of that, the the developers responsible for my potential 2015 game of the year, Honey Pop, a sexually what? explicit romance simulator slash match three game, um, has offered to pay Tecmo Koei a million dollars. For the rights to publish Dead or Alive Extreme Three in the West. Wow, that's a lot. Yes, of money. I didn't think they had that much money. Yeah. Um. I I don't I don't know. I never hear anybody talking about. He those says, games. "Let me take the heat." No, because they haven't Let really been that popular in America. Like, there's just there's definitely people who hang out on the internet that are like, yeah, like, I have no shame. I'm going to play this game. I like looking at boobs. But, like, they're just not as popular. Like, it's it's a society thing. Like, they're not as popular here. Yeah. And because I think the shame factor is a lot. Like, the people who would be most interested in this game are people, like, young men who are still at the age where they live with their parents. 
And you can't go playing this game in your parents' house, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude. So it's just a limited... It's just a limited market for this for this sort of game here. So, like, I don't know. I can see where... I get it. Uh, yep. Um... But yeah, he's trying to stress the fact that his million dollar offer is very much serious. And he says, what was his, the official quote I read here? It says, I saw the story Koei wasn't going to bring the game to the West and thought it an absolute crime. I'm not sure I fully understand his... I guess maybe he's just a big fan of the series. I guess so. Um, I don't know. Boop, 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 boop. Dead or like alive, many man. others, I love the DOAX series. And I wanted to see it come stateside. I'm still, I'm still uncertain as to how pathetic an offer of $1 million really is. On one hand, these guys surely make, a mil- make millions and millions of dollars with each release. And on the other hand, if you look at, say, the Steam sales for DOA 5, maybe $1 million isn't too shabby. Uh, no statement is worth a million dollars to me. People pretty much know where I stand on these issues already. It's a legitimate offer. I don't expect Koei to even acknowledge the offer, though I'm prepared to to get to work if they did. Hmm. Um, but I'll add this. If my little waves add to the storm that eventually gets Koei to push to publish this thing myself, themselves, mission accomplished. So, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of interesting. So, in other words... If they get it, everybody Yeah, so wins. he makes, you know, he's a game developer who, I guess, apparently made a lot of money making Honey Pop, making Honey Pop, and rightfully so. That game rules. Uh, cannot stress that enough. Cracks me up. Remains to be seen. Love, so much fun. Um, and he just, I guess he just has a game that he cares about that he's willing to go to bat for. And that's, um, I think that, that's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Whether or not, you know... Regardless of whether or not he gets it into the West, you're not gonna you're not gonna see me buying Dead or Alive Extreme Three, but still, still in yeah. theory, cool. Hey, remember Project M? I I'm gonna I do. every news segment. I ask you, hey, Ryan, remember this thing? At least once. And I'm always you're like, like, no, no. I'm like, but you have to just say yes. This isn't gonna work if you say okay. <laughs> Project M is a mod. For Brawl, I guess you could call it that. Yep. That um, the idea yep. was to make Brawl more like Melee, make it more technically focused and add back like things like wave dashing that they thought was an integral part of making, How like, yeah, like, made, that made Melee what it was. Uh, and just to make it more competitive. And, um... Right. They've been working. I mean, they've been working on that. Maybe not since Brawl came out, but they've been, they've been working on it for a long. Yeah, time. Yeah, like as soon as Brawl came out, after like a couple of months, they're just like, "Wow, um, this game has tripping. This is not Melee Two. We hate this. We're going to um, do something about this." And they've been working on it pretty much ever since, and essentially. Not essentially. They're they're done. Like they released the final update and they said we're moving on. So I guess they're pretty happy with the end result. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to find some quotes here, but it sounds like their official statement was pretty just. 
and they ask for forgiveness. Uh, again, it's been an excruciating call to make. It's been a bit easier by our satisfaction with the previous and final release. We spent six years polishing Project M rather than drag it out through another several years of dwindling development and change fatigue in the competitive circle. We're going to consider our work complete. So it sounds like mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. put a lot of work into it and they're just like, we, we guys, we did it. Mission accomplished. And now they're moving on. Yeah. So, well, we get to see. We'll we get to be seeing what they're gonna do next. Mm-hmm. 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 Hey, speaking of Namco Bandai, the people who we incorrectly identified as the publishers for Dead or Alive. That's true. We did do that. Yep. In 1995, they filed a patent, a patent in the United States. U.S. 5718632A. You know what this patent was for, Ryan? No. Loading screen minigames. Oh, shit. I remember those. I don't. It's been 20 years since we had them. Yeah, that's true. But, as of tomorrow, that patent is expired. Fuck, And that means that anyone can do that now. Anyone can just put in their game, in their loading screen, a... anything. Like, any sort of interactive element that is a game. Yeah. Right? So, I guess... People are, are holding a loading screen jam a game jam where they make tons of loading screen games to, to celebrate. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I love I love 2015. It's great. Yeah, 2015 is all right, man. The year of the, re- the return game jams, of the loading screen game. Um, I'm trying to find exactly here. Actually, let me see if this is bringing me to the patent website. Uh, a recording medium, a method of loading games, program code, and a game machine is provided. The recording medium has a program code relating to an auxiliary game and a program code relating to a main game. The size of the auxiliary program code is small compared to the size of the main game program code. Blah, 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 blah. Unnecessary wastage of time can be prevented by first loading the smaller auxiliary game code into the game mechanics. So it seems like loading... like. As with uh, us and all millennials, um, calling it a, a patent for loading screen games is super reductive because that's what we do in 2015. We are millennials. And uh, it's reductive. actually it looks like the patent is specifically for a smaller game that is loaded into memory while the like first before the main game is loaded into memory, which would be an interactive element of some kind in. I just tweeted that. What, that we're millennials and we're reductive? We are. Yes. That's literally. That, that, I, I realized that recently is that seriously is like the, the number one entitlement and re- being reductive are like the two number one. Just things I say like, oh yeah, Fallout 4 is Skyrim with guns. It's like. Are we millennials? millennials. Is, are, we, are we old enough? Are we young enough for that? Well, we turned 10 in the new millennium, so 
A person reaching adulthood around the year 2000, I guess. Around the year 2000. We're definitely millennials. Yeah. Uh, does anything else matter? Uh, in Taiwan, they fu- they filed a rating um, thing, like the local rating board. They hired, they filed a, a form for uh, Rocket League Xbox One, because why wouldn't that eventually mm-hmm. end up on Xbox One? Capcom filed a new trademark for Onimusha. Remember those games, Ryan? I played as nope. a Japanese guy and fought demons, and it was like a tanky thing, and then the third one had famous actor Jean Reno in it? Nope. Okay. Um, well, Onimusha was like a that, series that, that had several games and some spinoffs for PS2, and now we're pretty sure yeah. that Capcom is going to be bringing them back and showing us a little teaser or something uh, at an upcoming game show. I think PSX is the next uh, show that we can ex- expect to maybe see this at, but um, I don't know. Sure, let's do it. Let's let's yeah, just sure, bring right? a bunch of um, yeah, every let's just game. Bring back Make all every the games. game. Yeah, make all the uh, And a little bit of... I can't remember exactly what was said about that that game Indivisible that was on GoFundMe um, made by the... the, the oh, it, it raised like RPG a lot of money. That made... Uh, the, it was made by the company that did developers of Skullgirls. And they, did, they wanted to make like a little mm-hmm. 2D... Not a, well, not a little one, but it was like an RPG with like side scrolling. And then when you got into the game, we got into the battles. It played like uh, Namco Cross Tech. No, no, Namco. What am I thinking of? I we had this know. discussion last time we spoke about this. Either way, they wanted one point five million dollars. I probably said on the podcast that I thought that that was insane. That they would get that much, uh, but they sure. got that much. No, they they mm-hmm. got a twenty day extension, which I guess you can do on GoFundMe. I don't know. I've never used that uh, website. I so had to use. I'm not I used sure. it once. I GoFunded something. GoFundMe is usually like, so Kickstarter is like for people who are making a tangible product that they want to distribute to people, because that's one of the requirements. Is it's like you have to eventually be making a product that people can receive. Okay. Uh, And GoFundMe does not have that requirement. And it's just different. Like, apparently there's, like, extensions and things. So you carefully choose which one of those you want to use, knowing that Kickstarter is more famous and you'll reach more people. Um, Can I use GoFundMe to, like, order a pizza? Yes. I think there's a guy who Um, wants. Someone wants... I don't know if it's GoFundMe or Kickstarter, but someone once kickstarted a potato salad. That's great. That's amazing. You can do you can do anything, you, but you could also just make a Patreon that says like every if with your money I will buy myself pizza. My name is Ryan. That's great. I and love people the can internet. give you money because capitalism. Uh, and they but what you know what they did it and that that game actually looks okay. They they put um. What should we call it? They put a demo out on PS4 and I think on Steam as well. So, like, this game is kind of... Uh-huh. Is yeah, I guess this game is already, like, well into development. 
and uh, yeah, nice. they got their okay. money, and I think that that also that money is going to provide them support from a particular uh, publisher. So yeah, that game's gonna ha- that game's happening, man. I don't know when the exact release date is, but I just wanted to say like I think it was pretty harsh on them when I said like you idiots won't how much money, and they they fucking did it. They proved me wrong. So I'm an asshole. Uh, yes. Ryan's, Ryan's podcast is over. Did you know, did you know that about this podcast? Um, nope, but I do now. Uh, you can find us on the internet. We go there. Yep. Bear, bear versus versus man, bear vs man.com. Ready? Bear vs man.com slash bear versus man on Facebook. Also, uh, at bear versus man on Twitter. Also, twitch.tv slash bear versus man you can send us a question please do should to questions at bear versus man.com we love your questions almost as much as nick loves almost that's almost uh yeah that is saying a lot because it's Probably going to be Nick's number That's, one game of the year. No, it's Spoilers. not going to be number one. I already am pretty sure what my number one is. But that game, um, it just, that game brings me joy, okay? It makes me laugh. It brings him joy. My number one's probably Black um, Honey Pop. Uh, you can give us a rating on iTunes. If you give us a rating on iTunes, other people can be like, hey, this podcast... Is pretty all right. We should maybe download it, and then the cycle continues, and then we get. To or make just more tell someone so. that you know, and or love. Tell your friends. If they think that they would get a kick out of this. Let them know because that's really the only way to expand our yeah. our uh, listener base. That's true. If one of our listeners tells one of their friends every week, there's we math have... at the end of that. Whoa, dude! Like. Each new listener tells someone new too. They bear versus man it forward. Yeah, bear versus Dude, that we'd man have, it forward. That'd be a lot. There'd be like two after the first of the second episode. There'd be two, but then there'd be four, and then, dude, exponential shit. I like it. I I like I like exponents. Go forth um, and do that, and send us questions because. Um, December, December's going to be busy. We want to yeah, do a reader busy, mail. So we might have to yeah. do a reader mail something and appease you guys. So send us a yeah. question. We'll, we'll talk about it. And we, if you're lucky, we might even talk about it while you we're can, drunk. So, so you can make it about video games. It'd be cool if you did that, but you don't have to. We'll talk about anything you want. You want to talk about sandwiches? You got you it. You haven't heard us you talk about sandwiches talk enough? About we got you. you. You want to talk about the inevitable heat death of the universe? I don't you know got how it. Well I can really. I'll give it a shot. Me I'll give either, it a shot. No, but I'll try. But we'll do it for for our fans. Um, so yeah, please rate us on iTunes so we can have a good time and send us an email. Questions at bearversusman dot com. That's a real email address which you can write to. All right, guys. We will catch you that'll, next that'll do it. week. Yes, with another exciting, exciting installment of the Bear vs. Mancast. Keep it sleazy. Something.